Hello friends, what's bumping? How are you today? This is your friend once again, Grace T. You are welcome to Living the Life Podcast. I'm your host, I remain your host, Grace T. Welcome, welcome, welcome again. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to meet you every time, every week. And I have another fresh one to release today. Well, just in case this is your first time of, of being here, of stopping by, thank you for stopping by. And I promise that you're going to enjoy your stay or your time for listening to whatever segment you're listening to. Um, so today, I want to continue on what I started last week. Remember that this is the month of May and uh, the last episode I did which was the first week in May, so this is the second week now. The last episode I did, I talked about um, cleanse your mind. And the month of May is dedicated to Mental Health Awareness Month. So throughout this month of May, what I will have been talking about and what I'll continue to talk about to the end of the month is about mind. And uh, I've treated the first one, which I called cleanse your mind, in case you haven't listened to it, it's there. You can check in the episodes list. You will find it there. And so I'm just going to continue on um, still on still, uh, still on the mental awareness, mental health awareness month. And I'll be, you know, slightly moving forward on that um, topics today um, for the different topics that I have throughout this month. And so today's zone is going to be um, what I call renew your mind. So um, before I move up, move on for today um i would not uh, waste so much time but just to be clear in case you or just to be clear to prepare your mind and to you know refresh our memories on what we spoke about the last time i talked about um cleanse your mind and i did mention that um you know one of the the most important one i spoke about there was unforgiveness and I mentioned how unforgiveness can actually affect our mental health and um, why we should forgive and the blessings that comes with it. Um, it's a little bit, you know, different from, you know, whatever um, you probably have been listening to because I actually shared my personal experience with forgiveness there and um, how it brought victory to me. So I will encourage you to actually take your time to listen to it. It's just about 30 minutes, not 29 or 30 minutes. So not more than that. So I'm sure it's something you can listen to, you know, while you're just busy doing one thing or the other. Just before you know it, it's, you've already listened to it and I, I, it's it's really fun, okay? Um, it's, 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 it's worth it. It's worth your time. So I encourage you to stop by and check it. It's there. So I'll just quickly continue. Um, on with or renew your mind and so just so we know just so we be clear living the life podcast is uh it's for everybody okay it's for everybody but um i also would like to mention that um specifically or much more importantly to people of faith so those that you know believe in god and their they believe in having a, they believe they have a relationship with God. So people that have that, that have faith or that believes uh, in Christianity and that they have a relationship with God, how 
to enjoy that relationship with God. That's really the essence of this podcast. And that is what um, I, I seek to achieve through this podcast. If you have given your life to Christ, if you are living for God, then you should live that life to the fullest. You should enjoy it. So, Living the Life podcast is a place to be. It's a place to have the most enjoyable and the best relationship you can ever have, you know, on earth, which is having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So how to live life, how to love life, and how to, you know, enjoy the life you're living. That is what we're talking about here. That is what we are striving to achieve, to have that um, uh, the most fun and the most, you know, worthy relationship you can have where there is, you're not walking about like a bit dog or like a wet chicken, you know, and where you don't find a life of faith, a stressful or a boring life because it is not. If you know your games very well, if you know who you are, you have believed in, then it's not supposed to be something you're not enjoying. A life of faith, a life of Christianity is a life that has so much uh, joy and peace and, you know, pleasure with it. So you can live as a Christian and be happy and be joyful and be peaceful and enjoy it and enjoy that you are here on earth. You know, you can have that heaven on earth here. So if you get it right. So that is what we strive to achieve you know, with this podcast. So, um, like I said earlier, the month of May is dedicated to mental health um, awareness. And uh, I believe that, I see, I deem it fit that, you know, apart from our physical health um, and the secular mental, the psychological health that is popularly known as mental health, our spiritual mentality is also very important to our overall well-being. Our spiritual mentality is very is also very important because health is not just the absence of of or of an illness or, or of a disease. It encompasses, you know, total well-being. Your physical health, your psychological health, emotional health, um, sexual health, uh, and spiritual health. So every aspect of your life every aspect of your life needs to be whole before you can say that you are a healthy person. So it's not until you have one disease or the other that determines or that qualifies you to be a healthy person. And that is what we are doing here. How to have all those areas and aspects of one's life to be whole and to be fulfilled. So we have different you know, topics and different you know, uh, discussions that will always be covering these parts, okay? So you're welcome to subscribe and, um, to, you know, to follow so you can al always get um, notifications whenever we drop a new one. But usually, it's every Wednesday that we'll drop a new one. So welcome on board with me as I um, talk about Renew Your Mind today. Ah, so renew your mind. I would uh, want to start with uh, um, by comparing two women from the Bible. 
this will probably be stories that you know okay so what i want to use their story to talk about to, to to explain this topic okay so the first woman i want to talk about is the samaritan woman the woman that was at the by the well that jesus met at the well okay and that story is in john 4 saint john chapter 4 um that story so i'll just quickly like give kind of a bullet point in describing this woman so this this samaritan woman um samaritans first of all i try to you know dig into who the samaritans are samaritans from what i found out are actually israelites but uh you know the northern parts the northern israelites the people you are called the northern israelites okay those are samaritans so they are also descendants of jacob descendants of israel they are from the tribes of ephraim and manasseh so they are regarded as a northern israeli now why am i saying that is because if you read if you're familiar with that story you would see that the discussion between jesus and the samaritan woman actually talked about their ethnicity you know the woman was like jesus is not supposed to be talking to her because jesus is a jew and because the jews don't talk to samaritans so in other words there is a uh, an ethnic difference in between them and this is much more like a tradition a cultural practice or a cultural mentality that is what they do so they don't usually so that was that woman's mentality and you know the mentality of the jews and the and the samaritans but on this special occasion jesus was not just a jew he was much more than a jew jesus had a mission he was on a mission and so which this woman didn't know you know and so by jesus approaching her her uh, mentality came in place it came to play you know she was on the defensive she was on the defensive and that was the first thing she told jesus so and i'm trying to picture that how our 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 practices or our norms our social norms our social cultural beliefs how it affects you know our relationship with people or with strangers how we can just you know look at people by their color you know or by the language they speak and we we treat them or we show some sort of attitude to them you know so we don't even know whether they have a different mindset or they are, they could be nice but just because of that barrier that we already have cultural barrier or racial barriers you know we treat them differently and we are probably not even open to doing anything with them so the samaritan woman had that uh, mentality they had that cultural practice and um, this this is also something that uh if i want to compare it to what we have in the present day um you know christianity i would say it's kind of denominational you know where we have different denominations so look at it this way jesus um uh, the jews sorry the jews i beg your pardon they are israelites the samaritans also they are israelites but what is the difference the samaritans are the northern they are just they say uh, uh, they are just from another tribe okay the samaritans are from the manasseh and the ephraim tribe okay you know while jesus is from the tribe of judah so but you know 
They both believe in the same God. If you read that story, the woman referred to Jacob being her forefather. She referred to Jacob. So they both believe in the same God. They are both from the same descent. So just as we have different denominations of Christianity, but we have we have this barrier of you know denominational doctrine differences. What I, what I will call 3D, denominational doctrinal differences. We have it, and which is causing a lot of barrier these days as to how we relate with one another, okay? So that, that's a better way of understanding the relationship that was happening between this woman and Jesus at this time, okay? So this has, you know, so this is how we relate, and this, are the, this is, um, remember we're talking about... Uh, mental health and um, so I would just stay with me I'm gonna you know towards the end you will see what I'm trying to talk about or where I'm going so before I go further on that okay let me quickly introduce the second woman the second woman is a Syrophoenician woman and that story is in um, is in St. Mark chapter 7 and the conversation really was in Verse 27. So the Syrophoenician woman, on the other hand, is a Greek. She's a Greek. She's not a Jew. Okay? She's a Greek. She's not an Israelite. And she also had an encounter with Jesus. And her own encounter, you know, is, is actually different in terms of she was the one that went to meet Jesus. Unlike the Samaritan woman, Jesus went to meet her. So she walked up to Jesus for a favor. And, you know, uh, um, surprisingly, Jesus, that is always going about doing good, actually refused or, you know, approached this woman with a different attitude. Jesus told this woman that he was not willing to help her because she is not qualified for the blessings that he has to give. And look at the response of the woman. Look at our own mentality. That's where I'm going. Look at the mindset that these two women have. Still based on the same cultural practices or cultural notions or the social norms that they both had. The Syrophoenician woman told Jesus that even if she, even if she does not deserve that blessing, but she was still going to have it. That she deserves the crumbs that falls from the table. The leftover of the blessing, okay? That was her own mindset. She she had a kind of an an a rugged mindset. That's what that's 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 the first thing I want to bring up from 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 these two women, okay? One was actually one 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 met um, let me say negative attitude from Jesus. And but she went an extra mile. She didn't care about that attitude. She went further. Because she was just determined to get whatever she, she she came for. And she did get it. Okay? But I'm just trying to bring out the mindset that's how our mindset affects us. And how and what we do with our mindsets. How social norms can actually stand as a barrier between us and whatever or whoever. But how we treat it is totally up to us. How we deal with that barrier is totally up to us, okay? 
The truth about it is that these two women have issues in their lives. Both of them had needs. Okay? Jesus knew that the Samaritan woman had needs. There was, there was, there was so much in her, even though she didn't say it out. And Jesus met her. The other woman came looking for Jesus. The Syrophoenician woman came looking for Jesus. They both had needs. That is it. Now, how did they get their needs met? Okay. One put their, their, their initial um, attitude was very, very different. Totally different. They both had barriers. The barrier was, this, was, 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 was the social norms. Okay. Was their mentality. Was, was their practice. Their mentality was based off of what the practice or the traditions have been. The traditions, let me use that word, the traditions, the cultural traditions, the ethnic traditions that had, that had been, that is the barrier and it had been there a long time. <coughs> Excuse me. So, this, the Syrophoenician woman actually had a little bit of a different or positive mindset. She, she ignored that traditions to get what she wanted. So this, this is, uh, you know, this is coming to how we are, how our, you know, uh, so now I'm going to relate this to our mental health. How we can protect our mental health. Okay. Now, for example, if you remember what happened during the year 2020, when there was, at the beginning of COVID-19 pandemic, there was all this, um, there were all this, a lot of stories on social media as to whether we are already approaching the end of the earth or the end, you know, rapture. And there were just all these different news flying around, okay? That news that time affected a lot of people's mental health. It affected a whole lot, a whole lot of people. For those that don't even especially know their right from their left. So what do we have these days? The news that we have as Christians or as people of faith, especially from the social media or even from the pulpit at times, if we don't know our right from our left, they can really affect us. They can trouble us. They can put us into very stressful situations. Okay? Because we already, you know, it was, it, was, it was really troublesome and worrisome for a lot of people then. For a lot of people. Because there was just so much confusion as to whether we, whether we were already in the, in the perilous, uh, whether we were already in, a, in a, um, the great tribulation period or not. Okay? So... All these things affect, and that is why, you know, the Bible says in Romans 12, verse 2, that we should be renewed, we should be transformed by the renewing of our minds, that you may prove what is good, what is acceptable, and what is the perfect will of God. That's how to protect your spiritual health, your spiritual mental health, your spiritual mental health. That's how to protect it. That's the solution. You have to be renewed. You have to renew your mind. You have to renew it. Okay? You have to be transformed. You don't have to be conformed to traditions. So that was what the Syrophoenician woman did. 
she was renewed. She had renewed her mind. She didn't conform to the traditions of men. Okay? The Bible says that in Mark, still in that same Mark 7, that by your traditions, you know, the elders of the synagogues have made the word of God of no effect. So traditions are very, very, you know, capable of making the true and the awesome word of God of no effect. And we see we see a lot of that happening in this uh, modern day Christianity. It's been happening for a long time and it's still happening. And these things can actually uh, cause a lot of difficulty or stressful situations for people of faith. For those that sincerely really want to serve God and there is just this back and forth or this, um, you know, confusion about what is right what is acceptable and then what i see a lot of this what i see um in a lot of people you know is that they really want to serve god but they are just held back by some traditions and they really don't know they are left from their right and they are just there feeling like oh this cross is even too heavy to bear is this Christianity worth it? Okay, so we don't want to be in that situation. That's why I'm here today. It's That's not the kind of life that God wants for people that have faith in him or that trust in him or that wants to have a genuine relationship with him. You don't want to be caught up in that kind of situation where you don't know what you're doing or where what A says is different from what B says or where you are struggling with traditions or cultures or, you know, or where you are struggling with different denominational doctrines. You hear this, you hear that. The Bible, the Holy Spirit is available to you, to every one of us. So you don't need a middleman to tell you what the mind of God is. If you are sincere about knowing the mind of God or the will of God, you do the work yourself. Approach God by yourself, okay? Okay, look at that verse that is saying be conformed. Let me take a moment to, to look to define or to examine what's conformed and transformed, what it's it's actually translates to. So to be conformed means to be to comply with rules or standards that are socially acceptable. So you are complying and, and you know I see it like a pressure to fit in. So socially acceptable rules, socially acceptable rules, culturally acceptable standards. So to conform is, it, it, it comes sometimes with a lot of struggle, a pressure to fit into it as opposed to transform. And that is why the Bible says, don't be conformed, but be transformed. So transformation is a total change in form or in nature. It's a major change. So like nobody is forcing you. So if you are saved and you are you are you are dedicated to or you are committed to living for, for Christ, if you are saved, it's a transformation that should happen. You shouldn't see it as a struggle. It shouldn't be a struggle for you. Because everything about you changes. The Spirit of God is living in you. So you should be transformed. It shouldn't be a struggle for you. You should be transformed because there is a major shift that has taken place in your life. You know? So, with that definition of 
conformed and transformed, I'm sure that it speaks a lot to what is expected of us. So be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So renew your mind. You know, shift from the old ideologies or the traditional ideologies, the cultural ideologies that you have already known. Shift from them to what the will of God is. Shift from them to what the will of God is. How do you know the will of God? You know, get fresh revelation. It's not all the time. You know, this. you, you see... It's not sometimes it's not even the religious practices that we have known for more than a century that has been passed on to us. It's that 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 may not even be the will of God for a matter that you are bothered about. I don't know what the matter is. I'm not gonna go into giving examples because the Holy Spirit speaks to people through the same topic but different application. So I'm not gonna give any example. Okay, I pray that the Holy Spirit will minister to anyone hearing this so that they find their, they find their own situation in it and they apply it accordingly. So, you need to get fresh revelations from God. You need to approach God concerning, you know, whatever your case is and get that your own interpretation or your own revelation, your own solution. You have to get it from the Spirit. But I'm going to warn you about that. Make sure you are genuine, okay? Because you don't want to, you can't hide from God. God knows your heart. You cannot hide. So make sure you are genuine. If you are genuine in your intentions, you will definitely get an authentic response, okay? Um, so that is a, a, a that's about uh, you know confirmed and transformed. So you protect your mental health, your spiritual mental health by renewing your mind. By moving from old ideologies, okay, by moving even away from religious burdens, religious practices, okay, that was what Jesus talked about in Mark 7. The elders had these practices of you have to wash hands, you have to wash cups, you have to wash this, you have to wash that, okay, and there is a whole lot of burden these days. There are, There is a whole lot of religious practices which necessarily does not you know, equates to righteousness. So we don't want to, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to be there. You don't want to be in that space of religious practices over true righteousness. So you have to be able to differentiate between the two. Are you into religiosity or are you into righteousness? Okay. So, in the middle of all this confusion that we have, you know, in terms of what the true doctrines are, what the true biblical doctrines are, or what they are not, my friends, all those can cause stress for people mentally. It can cause a lot of confusion, okay, which is a risk factor for, you know, anxieties or for maybe other mental health issues. And which can also lead to, you know, being emotionally down and not even happy with the life you're living. You want to be happy? Even God wants you to be happy. He wants you to be happy. And uh, so, you have to renew your mind. You have to ask for the help of the Spirit. You have to allow and submit yourself to the, you know, tutoring of the Holy Spirit. For God to give you guidance 
about every situation. You can't just rely on what's going on on social media or what somebody said. Every situation is different. Okay? So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm rounding up very soon. Why am I talking about this? There's another point in that story of the Syrophoenician woman that also struck me. Even Jesus disqualified this woman. Even Jesus. Jesus, that is the word of God. That is the son of God. Jesus is the word of God. Disqualified this woman. I want to bring something from there because this is what I got from there. It was eye-opening eye for me. That's, yeah, Jesus disqualified this woman. There could be some stories that we have known in the Bible or some doctrines that have been taught to us right now that are so explicit or, you know, just as Jesus disqualifies woman, that also, you know, disqualifies us as being worthy of a blessing or not or some things that are so explicit but what I have come to understand in my Christianity is that mercy is very very important to God more important to God Jesus said I have not come to condemn I have not come to this world to condemn people but I've come to save them. Yes, the Bible says the soul that sinneth it shall die. But if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you. Okay? So, whatever be the case, there are some complicated issues in people's lives, maybe due to their history. Okay? That kind of, that religious will tell you that, oh, this is how you have to live your life now based on the past mistakes that you have made. Certain things like that. But, so so I, I see that as an example of where the word disqualifies you. So, even when the word, the, the word disqualifies you, just like Jesus disqualified the woman, the woman didn't give up. She went forward. So still, she pled, you know, she, for herself, she pled her case before God, before Jesus. She made an excuse for herself. And look at what happened. Jesus granted it. Jesus said, for this reason, your problem is solved. Your daughter is healed. So, that's an invitation from God. I see that as an invitation from God for you to plead your case before God. Isaiah 43 verse 26 Read it. Read it in different versions. Isaiah 43, 26. Read it in different versions. So you get the true meaning of that word. God gave an, in, an invitation to every one of us to come and state their case. State your case. Your case is different from my case. Whatever is bothering you, whatever, you know, spiritual or, or, or religious um practice or you know norms that is that has been troubling you for years or that is putting you in a situation where you are not happy or that is causing confusion and making you feel like 
Christianity ain't worth it or it's it's sorry, not ain't worth it. It's it's stressful to believe. Okay. Whatever it is, take your case to God. Talk it over. Jesus is the counselor. You know, sometimes we just yeah, it's good to 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 go for therapies or to go for counseling, you know. But you know, the best counselor is Jesus himself, the Holy Spirit. There are sometimes that you need to go there yourself and go get spend time in their presence and get the best counsel. Look at what happened to Paul, the apostle. When God told him that, when he begged God three times that God should take away the thorn in his flesh, he got an answer that God's grace was sufficient for him. You know, you may not, even when you don't get a positive answer from God, but because it is from God, it gives you peace. That's why they call it the answer, the answer of peace, that God will give us the answer of peace, a peaceful answer, peace in the midst of storm. So the answer may not always be how you expected it. It may not always be um, what you really want him to do for you. But if you get it from him, you will never go back to ask about it again because the, the response that God gives to you will give you permanent peace. It will give you grace to bear whatever situation that he is not ready to change in your life. Contrary to if you heard it from someone else. Okay? And... Once you hear it from God himself, it never bothers you again. And you never see Christianity as a burden. Okay? So that is, that, that's basically what I'm trying to talk about with renewing your mind. That you may prove what is good, what is acceptable, and what the will and perfect, what the perfect will of God is. You can't get the perfect will of God from somebody else, no matter their position no matter their religious you know position you can't get the perfect will of god from somebody else's talk get it not even from mine and that's why i refrain from giving examples or telling you that this is what you should do this is how you should eat you should pray before you eat you should read some this on this no whatever your situation is take it to take yourself to god State your case before God and be open about it. You know, you know, God already knows us. Even before we talk, He already knows. So one thing that I don't do with God, I, I didn't start like that. I didn't start to I know <laughs> I didn't could just grow to become whatever level I am now. But now I tell God when I'm angry, I tell God when I'm happy. I tell God when it is so hard for me to do certain things, I tell God about my every emotions. Okay? I'm open to God. What I cannot tell anybody. Once I go into my chamber to pray, I tell God how I'm feeling. When I'm strong emotionally or when I'm weak. Okay? So, you can be that open with God. You can be that open. Try cultivate that you know, learn to go into, and by the time you get to that stage in your Christianity, I bet you won't, you would, you would find it so pleasurable. 
you'll find it so interesting and so loving because you'll be walking in the spirit and not in the flesh and it becomes you know it gets better day by day the journey was Christianity or spirituality or a closer walk with the Holy Spirit becomes, you know, sweeter day by day the more you get to know. I used to think I knew God 10 years ago, but now with what I've known again, wow, I wish I had known better a decade ago. So, well, I thank God for this privilege He has given me, you know, to share this with you and um, I pray that God himself that as you are, you are listening and oh, as you have listened that you know this word the Holy Spirit himself will use it greatly in your life and for you to understand and enjoy your relationship with God much more better and that you will experience liberty and you will experience peace in every area of confusion you have been and that you will have a healthy mental health oh sorry a healthy spiritual spiritual i call it i call it spiritual mental health okay so if there is anything like that pardon me if my if my vocabulary is wrong okay but you know what I'm talking about. We should. God wants us to prosper in health, even as our soul prospers. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper in health, even as your soul prospers. So your spiritual health, your mental health, your physical health, God wants you to prosper. Okay? So I believe I'm talking to people that love God and people that are that are, that are committed to serving God. Enough of living like a defeated dog. Enough, enough of that. I want you to jump up. I want you to start living, loving, and laughing. I want you to start living the life that God created you to live. Yeah. That is, that is, the best thing that what you can you can do on this earth, a life of purpose, the life that God wants you to live, and I promise you, it's not a boring life. It's not a a a, a life that you are not enjoying. No, God is not mean. He's not wicked. Our God is not wicked. So I I don't want people finding if you have been finding Christianity so stressful or boring, then something is wrong. You don't really get it. You don't really get it okay quickly as i round up another story was Ezekiah. you know what happened with him okay so even that's why i said even when the word comes from 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 the bible that this is the rule this is this is the way it is or this is the way it has been practiced or this is the way it is if you are finding it hard or struggling, that same word in the Bible, you will see different things. You will see different stories. The word of God is given as an inspiration for, for correction, for reproof, for teaching. Okay? But that's why I love the Bible. 
in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, there are different stories that we can learn from. And I bet you will always have an example. I'm not promising that you always get what you want, but I'm sure that you will get an answer of peace. Okay? So, well, that's where I'll draw the curtain on renewing your mind for today. Renew your mind with the help of the Spirit. Renew your mind by, by dropping the old ideologies and by getting uh, um, limited, by allowing yourself to be limited by traditions and cultural practices or social norms that does not really or truly glorify God in your life. Renew your mind. Start renewing your mind. Stop conforming. Stop trying to fit in. Okay? Christianity should not be stressful. It's, it's a transformation that takes place. And I pray that God will help you. Thank you very much for stopping by. I really appreciate that. And I pray that this message, you know, this talk blesses you and sets you free from whatever is holding you down. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this, this opportunity that you have given us again, oh Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, specifically for you know, giving me this revelation and for giving me this um, understanding about you and about and helping me to have this relationship with you. Lord, I pray for my friends that have listened to me and as many that will still continue to listen, oh Lord, that you will interpret these words to them. You will open their spiritual eyes. You will open their spiritual senses. You will help them to see you in the light of who you truly are, that you love them and you want the best for them and you want a healthy and wholesome life for them as children of God. Lord, I pray that you, they will get to know you and they will come to the true knowledge of God. I know, Lord, that all the works of darkness and everything that the enemy is using to stop people from loving the gospel, that you will put all those evil activities to shame and open disgrace in the lives of your children in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that many will come to the knowledge of Christ, the true knowledge of Christ, and people will be able to live a good life, a healthy life, and a happy life, loving the gospel of Christ and living a good life with the Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for I pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you very much, friends. Until I see you next time, next week again, I'll continue with um, still another topic about the mind. Um, guard your mind for next week. That's what we'll be talking about. Guard your mind. Okay? And then there are two left. That's guard your mind and fix your mind. Those are the last two for this month. So guard your mind will be coming by the grace of God for next Wednesday. So please... Continue to listen and continue to live, love, and laugh. Enjoy and stay blessed. Thank you. Bye.